Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome to the Marketing Money Podcast once again. Josh is shaking his head because we're on camera today doing a little practice. So if you're listening at home, we are practicing. Well, who would listen at home? You're a loser if you're listening at home. But if you're listening at work <laughs> Throw away or your... working out or whenever you listen to the Marketing Money Podcast. Home, I don't know. You just hit throw away your device. Or your life. <laughs> don't do that. Don't no, do that. Not not literally throw it away, but figuratively find a life. Yeah. I'll say that much. Anyway. To that point, but we do appreciate it. Today we have cameras rolling on us because we're about to take this thing to a YouTube channel show at some point. So before you go full out, you got to do a little thing that Alan Iverson called practice. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're doing practice. So while you can't see us, know that there are cameras roaming around us in this solitary confinement room. And actually, it's not solitary, it's, it's trilatary. Trilatary, because there's three of us. One day I'll, I'll quit making up words. But anyway, one day when we're famous, you know, this will be on our little. Back in the beginning of yeah. the Marketing Money Podcast show yeah. on YouTube.com. Yeah, I'm sure VH1 will do a behind the podcast. With they the will. VH1. Is VH1 still around? Yeah, that's like the soft <clears throat> the soft rock. Well, we're soft rock stars. Yeah, just soft rock. So soft. So soft. Like REO Speedwagon of podcast. Not, we're, not, we're not that hard. <laughs> we're not that hard. More like Air Supply of podcast. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Air Supply. Can you name an Air Supply song? Mm-mm. Today we're talking about, speaking of subjects, segue into it. We're going to talk about content. The Kang. Content. King content. The king content. Content is king. Everybody's Most t- overrated marketing term ever used, yet the most underrated thing out there, I think. Yeah. Content. How do you find it? Where do you get it? What is it? And for anyone who actually hears this podcast right now, I want you to know that I am on the look for a content director at my company. I'm actually interviewing right now as we speak, and I can't find anyone that meets what I demand. And I'm not demanding that you can dunk a basketball like LeBron James or shoot a basketball like Steph Curry or do something amazing. All I need is someone who has a little marketing sense and can write. Do you know how hard it is to find a writer today? Yes. I do. It, it's impossible. Of all the people in this podcast, I know. Yes. <laughs> of a, and you only know two people in this podcast if you count yourself. Well, three. If well, you, we, we have a <laughs> we we have a a cameraman now. So content. What makes good content? Oh man, you ask these like just. It's deep. I'm going deep. What? How does oxygen process? No, I didn't ask that. That's a scientific question. um, This is a qualitative question. Engaging, interesting. That's probably a formula for relevancy. You know what? Available, I think. It's so hard to find and produce that it's probably just having it. I think there's two lines of thought on the content deal is quality content and quality delivery. It's the chicken and egg thing. You can have the best content in the world, but if you have no audience or no one to give it to, 
what's the point? You can have the best delivery, most Facebook followers, most Twitter followers, best engaged audience as far as customer loyalty. And yet if you aren't delivering good content, you're kind of wasting the fact that you have that audience. So I think there's a chicken and egg here. Which comes first? I think it's just organic. Whichever one happens first. Do you gain an audience? Like, for example... And this is a dumb joke, but the dude that wore the red sweater at the presidential debates. Ken Bone. Ken Bone. Ken Bone overnight had 250,000 Twitter followers. Which was a complete lark. I it mean, was, it's it was. just that. It was, but the fact is now he has an audience, so then he can start contenting himself with his red sweater sponsorship. The fact he went and talked to people at different areas about politics and became kind of a. a quasi twitter reporter of his own but he got an audience first and then there's others who build great content the writers and the write books and stuff and all of a sudden then out of nowhere they have followers because their stuff's so good it organically happens so i think you can look at two tracks of what to do with content but i would say the ken bone is oh it's a misnomer it's it, it, it it probably like i say you really create while creating content is very difficult Creating an audience is probably more difficult. So if it's a chicken and egg, I mean, the thing is, I believe if you if you can create good content, you will probably build an audience faster than 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 the converse. But this is bank marketing that we're talking about, and this is probably the hardest area to write content for that needs it the most. Being financial savvy, teaching literacy, teaching people what to do their money, how to use your products. There's so many subjects, and the thing I keep going back to is. I don't think we as bank marketers understand how little the public understands what we do, what banks do. And so there's a ton of bouncing your checkbook. I don't do that. I'm going to tell you right now, 40-ish year old, man, I've never balanced a checkbook in my life. And you know what? I don't know that I've bounced a check either. I'm not, I might have in college. When well, I'm just you're independently wealthy. So, yeah, I mean, true, true. So, I mean, there's, no, there's nothing to, it never has to balance when it can't get out of balance. That doesn't, that didn't work for Johnny Depp. <laughs> he, he ran out of money my point being is i dare say and i i don't like when i just assume and loop people in a group but i dare say you're 40 ish to under crowd with online banking that have lived in a digital world mm-hmm. probably don't ever balance their checkbook if, you, or if they even carry a checkbook well, i don't carry a checkbook right but it's a it's a good foundational even with on-demand digital banking all that you can see it it's still a good Reconciling accounts is really what it's about. But it makes it great co- for great content. Right. How do you know where your account is? Right. And and for most of the people, frankly, that live paycheck to paycheck in the world, it's it's probably very relevant. But does anybody really want to read that? Obviously not, or they would have figured it out. You know, it just winds up being a just kind of strange left behind thing. I would believe that there is, and I can't believe none of the big banks have done it because they have all the money in the world. Um, Literally. Hi- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hired, <laughs> hired somebody with the Taco Bell, Doritos level of Twitter savvy. Wendy's. Yeah, but with the sense to not to know that they're working for a bank and to not talk like those guys do, and just I think the risk is too high. The reputational risk is just too high. Yeah. It. Well, let's say some some middle player, some. It, I mean, it'd be cool if they came out and just said, you know, I mean, just started hazing people for well, at least whatever. At least engaging headlines, like complaining about NSF, stop bouncing checks, and here's how. It's only offensive to the people. But you can't do that because then everybody would be like, oh, that bank just makes money off NSF fees. Yeah, now they're picking the, on the same people they're making money off of. One, I think you're exactly right, is content becomes difficult to make interesting because of the sensitivity of the audience. If you... 
and the regulatory environment. Yeah. I well, mean, you don't, can't don't go, mention fees because then somebody's going to come look at us And about don't talk fees. about how you make loans because if you don't make a loan to a person that read the article and walked into your bank because of the content and then you didn't make them a loan, well, now you've just UDAPed them. And, yeah, and that's the thing is, oh, here's how to get a loan. Well, I followed all your steps. It was step by step by your bank, and, and I don't qualify. Well, sir or ma'am, that's because you defaulted on 20 loans And you have a 400 this. credit score. Yeah, 200. <laughs> What, 400 is bad enough. 200. <laughs> we can't We can't even. 200 is. I was going to say 200. Can you have a 200? I guess you I can. I, I'm, How low does it actually go? Because 800 is like the, the the gold standard. If you're above 800, you're in the platinum standard range. Yeah. Let's call, have a call in of um, credit score limbo. How low can you go? How low can you go? Everybody, tell everybody on the podcast. I want to hear you call in and give us your low credit scores. So anyway, to content, though, I, I think relevancy is important. Not only relevancy, but uh, tactical relevancy. For instance, if you have an app out there, don't assume, which you should have a banking app now, but some banks don't, but I would say the majority do. If you don't have a motion graphic, and when I say content, I'm not talking about written. It can be motion graphic, video, live production, whatever. If you don't have how-to videos and how-to on your website, you've already missed a huge content when it's, what content should I do, Josh? Well, there's some kind of other how-to. How do you open an account with you? How do you do it online? How do you deposit a check? How do you use your mobile app? And don't assume that people know to go to the app store and download it. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, a 25-year-old might be intuitive enough to figure it all out. Uh, so I don't want to offend any other age group, but a 35-year-old might not, a 45 whatever. They might not be able to figure it out. So have a video where they just click on it and go, oh, that's how I do it. Believe me, before I knew how to tie a bow tie, sounds funny, I would just go on YouTube and hit the button. That's great content for a clothier somewhere in, in Charleston, South Carolina, a clothier, a men's clothing store I would never have known about. That's the number one YouTube hit for It that. is, and because I didn't know how to tie a bow tie a few years ago, so I went on there and read it for a wedding. And you I'm, should oh, never know how to tie well, a bow tie. Well, now I tie a bow tie with the best of them. They call me bow. <laughs> They nicknamed me Bo. Who calls you Bo? The people that name the people that saw me tie name a bow tie. more people that call you Bo than air supply songs you don't know. The people that saw me tie a bow tie said he's so good at it we're gonna call him Bo. Little known secret out there, I can tell you how to tie a, a bow tie on a podcast. It's just like you tie your shoes. It just freaks you out because it's big thick fabric. It's exactly like tying your shoes because your shoes are in a bow. And don't ever wear a pre-tied bow tie. Don't ever do that. This is bad. There's people like it's bad. The guy, the guy listening at home does wear a pre-tied bow tie. You know that, right? Uh, that's our that's our key audience. That's our core demographic. <laughs> Pre-bow tied bow tie wears. Home listeners. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, to that point, that was good content for a clothes store. Well, how could a clothes store make content? Well, there you go. It's a problem that a lot of men have in mm-hmm. certain situations, and they're desperate. I've got to get it tied. I've got to go. I'm going to be late for my event. I want somebody to explain to me at a clothing store, like. Spread versus double spread versus like the Italian Goodfellas long lapel on shirts. It's just style preference. Or lack thereof. Yes, exactly. But back to our topic. Content. How do you make it relevant? Well, I mean, one, you have to understand what what people want and um, and what they're asking. One way that, that I believe a bank could create content is go to their complaint channel or their whatever, their little chat bot or whatever surveys. they've got, surveys, and just see what is there anything that's getting more questions than something else? And I would start there. Well, and another one is your call center. Yeah. If the call center's number one call in is, I forgot my password, help me get my password, maybe you should put something on the website that says, forgot your password, click here to find out how to, repl- how to reset it. 
and, and maybe it's even a video. And let me double up on my content because I started talking about video. Production value, folks. Don't just do the dumb iPhone sideways, record Sally the Teller or Jimmy the Teller over there going, well, here's what you did. I mean, make it, have some B-roll that comes in, someone talking. I mean, put music into it if appropriate. But high, I know the ad agencies love this, but high production quality makes you more professional and it makes you look better and stand out. So the better production, the better relevancy, and the better placement of your content, you own a website. I mean, our website has a million and a half hits a month on it. Now, yep. most of them are going to log in and check their online banking, but that's a million and a half opportunities, unique opportunities. That you've already paid to get. That you've already paid to get to drop some relevant content. And some of them can spark a conversation. Well, how are you saving? Click more to find out about savings. How are you pay? You know, how do you, a lot of, we have an insurance arm. How do you insure that home you just got with us? Yeah. I mean, which you should have your insurance in place before you get a mortgage, obviously. But my point being is there are so many ways to hit people up with relevant content just through the web and then go to social media, you have two great avenues and you already have a client base because you're in business. Right. That's it. You know, so so let's get back to creating it. One, one about the production value you talked about is I would invite you to look at one of my favorites, our favorites, uh, our Citizens Bank of Waco, Texas, Joe and uh, Brian Feinville. Anyway, those guys um, did, a, did a seminar, Brian did, and he was on the podcast before. And, and the way, go look at their videos on YouTube. They've got some... Comedic shops, though. The dudes are pretty funny, and I and I make fun of the cheesy bank stuff. Not everybody needs to try that. Not everybody needs to try that. They do a really good job. But I just want to talk about the production. Let's say it was something serious. Their lighting scheme are is like two or three clip-on Lowe's lights. Well, he did a seminar at yeah. ABA and said fifteen hundred dollars to make a quasi decent looking production little right. deal. I mean, it looks that, good. That's it looks sunk good. cost. Yes, that's not recurring. Yeah. That's, go get a decent little camera. And Mike. Mike is sound, too. Yeah. You always hear these sounds like it's coming out of a bucket when well, people record it. And yeah. Look at how we serve go our community. Go buy you a four or $500 lapel mic set, and, and um, you can – I'll let you write Brian and see if he's – We accosted I, him at breakfast <laughs> to get him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, little behind the scenes. I was like, that's that's the guy. Yeah, he and was we just sitting there breakfast all by himself at a hotel. We just like, we're like, hey, man. <laughs> It's like, who are you cats? <laughs> we should have talked about that while we were on. But um, anyway, hey, you know what that's called? You know what that's called? That's called creating content. We found it. The guy was sitting there. We knew that was a story that was going to – I mean, look, you talk about creating content. Making one of these every other week is pretty difficult. I, I'll just say that. And we don't do it enough. I wish we had a podcast every other day. There's just not enough time. And then I wish writing a blog, posting – Facebook, with you know LinkedIn, I'm, I'm trying to write stuff in all these different areas. It's hard. It yeah. is hard to create content, and hard enough I can't find anyone to do it for me. I'm offering a job with benefits and money, and I can't find anyone to do it. It is in insanely difficult. So we get it, we do. But the thing is, I would say, even with our kind of jokey aside about Brian Fonville, is find it, go get it, make it happen. When somebody's telling telling an interesting story, I, I'll tell you where content doesn't happen. In your cube or in your office with the door closed. That, that's where it doesn't happen. You have to go out. There's an interesting story. Uh, just testimonials. Just find somebody. But you got to make them good because testimonials are kind of passe now, in my opinion. Th- they are, but who's putting them out? So, well, a lot of community banks, you go there and they've got the little wayward sa- but, sallies. But it's something. If you can't find it anything is. else, it is. It's, and, and you do a decent production value and the story is good. That, that make it compelling. Strangely enough, my, my wife is a photographer and um, she did these. Some bank somewhere contacted her to do um, 
photos for like this weird loan program where they backed into being able. It, it was it's a high risk loan where where people paid off their house, and so she would go photograph for their internal magazine. You can make an internal magazine about your bank. Here's the thing about content: you have to create it. It it does not just yeah. Happen. And it, we'll just take some pictures of the event where we participate and put it on Facebook and that'll be our content. That doesn't tell you anything. It's And the only people that's, I, I've argued this with our, some of our community bankers is the only people that see that are the people that are in the picture. Cause no, I mean, you just, you don't, it doesn't do much for me. I don't think if I'm the customer, I'm talking about me as in John, but me as in a customer of the bank, you know, it's nice to see you at the event, but what does that help? How does that help me with my finances? How does that help me make a wise banking decision? How does that help me learn how to use your mobile app? How does it help well, me learn another, how to deposit a check? Well, that's another um, little practical tactical is make sure it's own strategy. Make sure it's own brand. Um, showing up for um, dinner and being in the VIP magazines, fine. Do that. But actually do something that advances what your brand does. Talk about, as, as John just said, what you do, lending, deposits, insurance, you know, whatever that might be, going out and, and putting um, some inane field day thing on your Facebook page is not really content. Agree. And, and then the other thing is just repetition. Uh, and that's that's the thing about this podcast. And I'll use it because this is pure content. It's audio content, but it's content. It's about to be visual content as we take the sh- take it to a show. But to that point, it's every other week. We know every other week we have a content. We have content we've got to deliver, and that's something I can't put on the audience enough. Is you've got to either you've got to write, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. Talk about video. I mean, it's got to be constant and relevant, and it's got to keep happening. You can't just be like, we made this great, whatever motion graphic video about how to deposit your check on the mobile phone which is like four years old now but you know what i'm saying and then you just like disappear and don't give them anything and then three months later you're like let's do another one what no it needs to be constantly my bank has given me information that's constantly updating me and i think we we do that with email that's another that's another audience line look we can pull all of our clients do an opt-out Got the compliance thing done, can spammed out of the way. The ones that stay in after they've opted out, I mean, send them a weekly email that has something to do this really and make it short. It can be two paragraphs with a little motion graph. That's what we do. And we say, you know, summertime, help it, let, let us help you do something, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's HELOC, it's mortgage, it's checking, it's have you checked rewards checking? Do you know you get a rate, blah, blah. And I know I'm repeating myself, but we do that and it's, it's an email. And yeah, we get a lot of emails. I know it can be annoying, but we're putting, a message out there that's on brand, we control it, and it's short. We don't try to send someone a 10-paragraph, I don't know, thousand-word piece every time. It's just a little – it's four or five sentences with a click on to learn more, and then they can go go about their day and not watch it, or they can. And, and it's funny, the one that gets clicked on the most is whenever you say something about cybersecurity. Yeah. And so that well, – so if you're looking for a content topic, there's no interest. that's probably one you, you may want to put on your list to talk about. Well, there's no interest like self-interest, and, and, and it's in my re- self-interest to, to make sure that my accounts are secure. It's always relevant. I mean, hacking is, you know, there's flip through your news app. There's hacking, you know, a hack a day, and um, so so it's a well. The three big ones are that careers we talked about. Well, where they go mm-hmm. on the site, careers, and well, and number one is our checking products. Yeah. So those are kind of the three well, that's biggies. What a bank does. Yeah, and so if you're looking for that, your bank like well, I wonder what people. Look at your checking products. Look at careers. And it might not be careers that your bank is helping careers. You could do like, how does a bank help you start a business? 
that's a whole entrepreneurial, that's a whole thing you can do. So here's the thing. So we know it's difficult and, uh, you know, we're throwing around words like production value and motion graphics and all that. And you're sitting over there, hopefully not at home saying, well, that sounds great. Like we went to this animation seminar one time and they're like, and then you just animate it. And we're like, no, you don't just animate it. You don't just make motion graphics. You don't just write it. You don't just... So your job, likely, if you're listening to this, is to direct this. You're a director of mar- marketing. You're a chief marketing officer. And you know, hopefully you can go use this as some ammo maybe to hire somebody. But if you can't hire somebody full-time, which is difficult, as, as we've pointed out, you have to find you a little secret sauce resource. And I'm not, I'm not going to make some big pitch for creative agencies. I mean your little your, your secret coffee shop designer that, that does some stuff for you, your little writer. freelancer. The thing is, you're going to win the battle if you use your resources well. And that's going to – look, I'll tell you how I started. I was I was John's just guy that got stuff done. Frankly, that just <laughs> made John look good at times. Like, well, It's hard to do. Where's all this stuff happening? John, John, the marketing that John's doing is great. I was this guy working freelance on this stuff. Um, we know, had another agency at the time. Yeah, but, and – that wasn't getting anything done, or if legally, or, or if it did, yeah, or if they did, it was super expensive and took six months to do. And so you can find some. The point is, and and not to go Gary V, Gary Vanderchuk on this is I love Gary V. Ah, yeah, but a little, you know, whatever. Maybe maybe a little salty for some of the audience. I mean, we're we're probably a little too too much for some um, internal audits. But the go get it done. Like like stop. Stop like listening to this podcast thinking it's going to happen and go do it. Go hire. Look, I'll tell you. Make your own podcast. What's cool about. Yeah, I mean, you, you know how we did it? We, we just made, made it. it. We made yeah, one. but you own a production company. Yeah, and I went out and bought mics and mic stands. We, we the, the, the guy that does this owned the board and we own the computer that it goes into. And we could have made one before with, with his equipment because he's a musician. But we bought the stuff. It was and we, we come up with topics and, it, and we put a time to sit down and, and do now it. we talk into and it. then we do it and then a guy edits it pretty quickly because we time it out and then we're done and then we have content. But either of us with with low technical acumen could do this ourselves. I've told people how to set it up. I said, and the first thing I say to find out if somebody's got the gumption to do it is go buy the equipment. Here's your list. Yeah. And oh, I'm not going to spend fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Then you don't want to yeah, have then, a then successful. Then don't call pie. me. Then, then, then that's then don't the, do it. that's the first step. So the point is, it's going to cost you some money, but go find those resources. Look, I, I found the other day scripted. I think dot com is what it's called. Pay by the word um, content resource writing resource. So I'll get well, and you can really hire bulletproof. Bulletproof. Bulletproof the, is a proofer, and they do a great job. We have them proof our work sometimes. So, so here's the thing: you might get. I haven't used them yet. So so take that with a grain of salt. Except for scripted, if you want to call me and and sponsor, we'll we'll accept that probably. But the they they are not a sponsor. Full disclosure. But it may suck. Your first pass may suck. And the the thing I'll tell you about writing is starting and finishing are the two hardest parts of it. Yes. So it's much easier to edit someone else's work if they just if you gave them and it came back at ten or twenty percent of what you want it to be. Editing's the easiest part. Editing's easy. Or maybe you're you're a, a gifted starter but a crappy editor. Go find you somebody who can polish your stuff. Go find that freelance graphic designer. Or look, I'm an agency owner and I hate ninety nine designs. And all those little five dollar logo design things, but look, it's better than nothing for some of y'all. Well, and when I say strong writer too, I think a lot of people get scared and think, "Oh, well, I'm not a good speller. I'm not. A, I, I don't. Sometimes I don't 
make my sentences complete. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about ability to form a thought together. And storytellers. Yeah. You can tell a story. Here's how this works and why you should use it. Yeah. And it's on and it's on brand. So if you I don't care me, if you can spell anything, because we got spell check for that. I'm not a good speller, but I can write when I need to. I, you're much better writer than me. You can write too. But my point is, you know, you send me stuff to prove I'm like you it doesn't make it worse it just means oh you're a human you yeah. missed, you have missed. somebody else yeah. read it and and they may not be somebody you respect and they're not they don't have to be friggin Ernest Hemingway just does this make sense sometimes you put the instead of them or them instead of the or whatever and it's like this 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 sentence doesn't make sense but the point is is in our connected world and I know we're sitting here griping about not being able to hire people. But we're talking I need about, somebody. But we're talking about full-time <laughs> people. You can go string it together. And here's the difference. Is this going to take a little bit more stress on your on your part to get it done and a little bit more gumption? And look, as far as the banks we work for, please don't do it because I'll beat you all day long. <laughs> I mean, you know what? As far as the the doing the, the listeners out there, just don't do it. And the banks I work for will beat you. Yeah, just Keep because you're on. not doing it. Like we have multiple products, and we're trying to get a video on every product on our on our website. We're trying to get content rolling on everything we have on the bank to where it's not just oh, do you have this? It's let's tell the story of what this product can do for you as a client. Um, so those are some some ideas. So we're we're bumping up on our uh, time limit here on today's podcast. Anything you want to add on content? And then I'll run down a quick bullet point list of some of the. Go do it. Kind of. All right. Tactically speaking, because I'm the tactical marketer, uh, the group Josh is more the str- strategery guy. Although we we switch roles often, uh, I'd say one make it relevant. Two make sure it's on brand and and relevant to your audience, and make sure it's part of your brand. If you're if you don't have a good wealth management program in your bank, don't be talking about wealth management because then people start assuming you do that. So if you're a if you're I a, wish we didn't have to tell anybody that. Yeah, but my point is yeah. is be on brand. Don't talk. Everyone wants to talk about things that they don't do well because it's it's fun and sexy and cool. But mm-hmm. find what you do well and. Make that your content and make it and so relevant on brand. Third, consistent. You've got to be consistent. If it's every other week podcast, if it's every other month email, if it's every other week email, if it's every other day a tweet, if it's and, and I'd say you should tweet more because you need to be pretty rapid there. I think the old days of well, don't annoy them too much. No, people will just stop following you or they just won't pay attention. But you've got to be saying relevant things and saying it often. So repetition. Also make it easy to find. Don't bury it somewhere make it on your website make it easy to find uh and then find your channel for the audience is it is your audience on social media is it not is it you have a website and you have a lot of people visiting it delivery deliver your website delivery and then finally i can't tell you how much production value matters if it's writing the production matter value matters picture worth a thousand words video is worth how many pictures per second 24 so there you go 30 so yeah or 29.97 or whatever and sometimes 4k a lot lot of ways but anyway uh um Again, production matters. So that being in mind, that's our uh, our bloviation of the day about content. If you and any, at the end of the podcast, yes, at the end of the podcast, at the end of the day, I the love end of the, end of the day. That's my new cliche that I hated and now I like it because yeah, I but, think it's kind of like but after all you've done, here's what we need to say. Well, I'm I'm going to put put the the period on this. Is there full stop? Is there's there jobs open um, around the marketing money podcast crew? And I know if you listened all the way to the end, you love us. You think we'd be the best bosses in the world. And so if you're a bank marketer looking for a change, go to marketingmoneypodcast.com. Fill out the little form there. It's not a careers form. So just like I said, if you want it, make it happen. Hit uh, me up on LinkedIn. Yeah. and John um, Oxford on LinkedIn. Just hit me up. Say, hey, man, what's up? Yep. There you go. Change your world. With some content. 
And you, hey, and you'll, you will be more than content to do content with us. Maybe. Or maybe not. That's it for the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. See ya. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.